glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch brand new episode of kicking it with the king episode 346 ladies and gentlemen we are actually about to go live on instagram as well but i prefer to do the introduction off instagram so we can get started so we can get comfortable so we can begin the show and make the show available for everyone like you've been saying for uh, a long time now ladies and gentlemen it's nearly six years now i think on may 16th it will be six years completely of having this podcast so i mean it's a happy long birthday to the podcast nearly a decade of being existed so that's awesome guys but before we begin as always do follow us on twitter and instagram at kwtk pod a real g the king on twitter um g the king underscore official on instagram as well as like i said you, you click the link in my instagram bio you get directly guided to all of everything all my social media my streaming channel and and all of the above when it comes to everything has to do with the king all my content everything's all in one spot as well ladies and gentlemen so like i said uh do follow us on our social media support us because we would support you all right are we gonna go live here uh wait are we going live here on instagram we are and uh, i think we're going for here we go for three two one wait wait let's try one more time <laughs> Four, three, two, one, and we are live. As I'm blowing smoke, literally <coughs> blowing smoke, literally into the camera. But now we're officially live. It's good to be back. Um, let me just tell you guys, something crazy happened yesterday, and it was like, I tried to do a podcast last night, literally. So I go on my phone, right? I go on my phone, and I'm looking, and I'm like, you know how I use the Anchor app and stuff, right? I use that to put, the, like, you know, you can just sit there and literally record yourself, talk, download the voice memo app. Is there a glare? There's a glare in my fucking glasses, like, Literally, dude, I'm rocking the new shades, the new aviators. It just came 
in the mail. That's going to be a staple. That's going to be something that I'm constantly going to be wearing, man. It's part of my persona now. I'm rocking the shades. I also got the um, the sunglass aviators as well. But you know, I'm more of a, you know, like the clear, more clear type of them. It's always been one of my favorite types. But uh, what I was going to say is, like I said, never try to do a podcast while you're fucking crossfaded. Because I literally got home from late night shift. And then all this, I just literally like sat inside the car, had my, my pen, and um, I actually uh, drank a, a voodoo. Like I said, I'm very a big fan of import beer. I'm a big fan of IPAs and stuff like that. So, I mean, uh, this is the one I usually drink like when I get home. You know how a lot of people will get off work and they drink their Modellos or they go home and get their 12 packs and shit. Well, occasionally when I know I'm going to be off the next day, I don't mind sipping on one of these. But yeah, these are, um, you guys ever try these? They're actually uh, one of my favorites. If you're um, a, a drinker or you drink beer, hopefully I'm not encouraging anybody to drink or become a drinker, if anything. Um, you've ever heard of it. It's, it's pretty good, man. I, I mean, I, I fuck with it. I like it. Um, but yeah, so I was in the car, probably talking for about, like, I think we are probably talking for about 18 or so minutes, and then, um, that's when I was just like, mm, I'm kind of, like, fucked up here, man, I was like, I don't know if I can, uh, function and stuff like that, you know what I mean, so I was like, I didn't know if I could, if it would be proper, so I said, I wouldn't want to put a half-assed performance into, a podcast and stuff so and then on top of that i wanted to go on live too so that, that's what kind of what we're doing today so like i said for audio listeners we are live as well we do have um uh video edition for episode 346 will be available for everybody like i said audio video doesn't matter whichever one ladies and gentlemen you're gonna have the option to check both out um preferably like i said if you're on the go if you're in your car if you don't want to drive and pay attention to your phone you can obviously like i said that's what the podcast is for literally get on spotify literally get in on apple Podcasts, and i know all the newer cars and shit like that all have the little um gps system the little screen on the inside and uh that's how uh i know how it's like yeah, obviously like i said you can stream you can basically mirror your iphone on there i don't know about how android is and stuff like that but i know you can mirror it but yeah, man, it's it's cool. It's uh, gonna be six years. It's cool, man. I mean, I still remember the exact time that I um had sat and thought about. Well, I actually wasn't sitting when I was thinking about this podcast. You know what's so funny? Because I I think at that point in time I'd already been listening to a couple, and I remember how I was very passionate about. You know how I'm very passionate about talking. Here we are talking about a podcast, an hour or so each episode on average. Uh, but you know me, like I, I'm a big talker. I I started off as a big talker. So now I mean, dating back to probably about six years ago when I started this podcast, but I was 18 years old and I'm 24 now. So I was um. Like I was thinking, I was I was literally going on a jog because of where I used to live, in apartments. Uh, probably about forty five minutes away. Um, I lived in apartments right uh, across from a big street, but also it was a very quiet and private kind of community. 
So on top of that, it wasn't like it wasn't really like the worst spot. Like there wasn't like really too bad of people over there. Like you wouldn't run into any bullshit or anything. At least on the other side of the fence. So um, there's this really nice bike path, like a really 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 nice bike path that goes to the park, goes to the other side of the city. Um, if you keep following the bike path, it's throughout the city. I actually used that very bike path when I first started college and stuff to. Um, to walk through like I I would walk to college every day or every time yeah so every time I had class literally you would take that back road I wouldn't take the normal street that you could eventually go down the road and really just drive your car all the way down and get there but there's this cut off bike path that I um that I um tried and stuff so I mean I was really attached to it and the mean the, the main point behind this is what I'm saying is um that that's when I was when I was jogging, right? I was like, I literally stopped and I was thinking in my head. I was like, how can I start a podcast? Like, how can I get my voice out there? How can I? I mean, I was so good with writing articles and stuff like that, but I wasn't like into it completely. Like, it wasn't my thing. But um, I was just like, how can I get my voice out there? And I started googling it when I got home. I started googling. I started looking it up. I was just like thinking in my head. I was like, how can I start a podcast and I was looking at some apps believe it or not like throughout the history of this entire show um I it's been literally like I've literally grown up in the podcasting world so like I said it's uh it's pretty crazy because um I'm just thinking about the uh, you know like the the rise like you start off I don't need the headphones on they really does actually um for anybody that's wondering why I took them off yeah, I don't really, I don't need them on, they're, they're noise canceling, I cannot hear the, any backgrounds or anything like that, but we can uh, make some, um, I can, it's actually, it's like, focus a little better, I don't know, um, what was I saying about the, oh yeah, so like, it, it wasn't that far of like, it was like probably about 25 minutes, but at this point it was like a straightaway, so you literally walk down the road and it's a straightaway, but yeah, so I came in to the idea of thinking about how I wanted to put my voice out there. I mean, obviously at that time, I was very aware of SoundCloud. I was very aware of, uh, you know, I, I mean, I had to look up some some podcast apps, you know what I mean? So, you know, I, um, there's this one I use, it's called Spreaker or something like that. I think it's still out there and available, but I think it only lets you do like about 30 minutes or something like that. But that's not even the point. Like the, the main point is like, I'm so fucking glad that I ended up finding a good ass platform like Anchor um, to distribute my podcast. And I, I know I talk about it a lot. I know I bring it a lot. I know I, I toot my own horn when it comes to that. But I'm just, it's just a fucking wild moment because I remember constantly struggling trying to find a fucking uh, uh, platform to, um, and to broadcast on. And, and what better platform to do it than one created by the makers of Spotify? You know what I mean? So it's it's coming up on six years. Um, it's coming up on two years and uh, or six years. Excuse me, not two years. What the fuck am I saying? On uh, I mean, I don't know. We're gonna, we have like a wild ass episode or some shit like that. Should we? Should we have a wild ass episode? I mean, that would be cool. Like I would, I would be down for that. Let me get a little bit closer to the mic. But yeah, 
But anyways, we got a really good show today. I know enough of us ranting, talking about um, the history. I mean, the history is important, but uh, that's not why we're here. Um, we uh, actually uh, did talk about UFC 262 last weekend. At least, excuse me, last podcast, but we're here to talk about it because it is fight week. It's UFC 262 fight week. Um, Chandler Oliveira for the vacant lightweight title. We got Tony Ferguson, Benil Darush, and man, I've gotten a little bit of attached to these three, ti- three title fights. Three title fights on one card. Um, wasn't it? I believe it was Nate Diaz versus Leon Edwards on that card as well, if I wasn't mistaken. Ferguson versus Dariush was on there as well, but um, Lee, uh, excuse me, Nate got injured, so they pushed that fight forward uh, to a later date, and uh, I got the Jake Paul vibes, bro, look at that, I got some serious Jake Paul vibes, um, but alas, we do get a vacant lightweight title fight, and we did, uh, excuse me, actually, Go in depth last night. You know, last night, like I said, when we tried to attempt to do an episode of the show, I was, uh, I was hesitant. I was just like, at the end of it, I was just like, oh, dude, I'm fucked up. I'm like, I'm really tired. It was more so that I was tired and, uh, the high was like the perfect high to where, like, it makes you want to get lazy and lay down. I mean, it's a hybrid. Like, this pen's a hybrid, but I don't know why it was a, made me feel like extra tired. I think my body was just tired at that point. Um, but yeah, when we're we're talking about it in depth, um, the style, the style between Michael Chandler and the style of uh, Charles Oliveira, be Charles Oliveira, an expert submission artist. I mean, very dangerous on the ground. You take him down, he he can snatch any part of your body and your limbs up in a second. Like you cannot mess with Charles Oliveira when he's on the ground, especially if he takes you down and he's able to have his way with you. And you know, he did grapple and take Tony Ferguson down and look super impressive in his fight. And the way he the way he did that to Tony Ferguson, man, and just the hot streak that Charles Oliveira has been on. Are you kidding me? This guy is world championship level material. Um this is this podcast is going a little bit different than the way I was thinking about, but I'm going to drop some knowledge right now. That's why I'm going to say some things that I, um, I've been thinking about when it comes to this fight and this upcoming fight, a massive underdog pick right here. I am super high on Charles Oliveira and I'm very impressed with what he's been able to do and the levels of competition. So it's not like he's just, he's just fighting just whoever the UFC gives him. He's fighting the best that the UFC has to offer and he's looked good as of late, I think he's on seven or eight fights in a row, victorious. I mean, he's fighting a very game guy in the form of Michael Chandler, who's also been there and done that. He's also done something Charles Oliveira hasn't done, which is win a world championship multiple times in Bellator. I mean, it's a different organization, but the, the main thing, the main point of this conversation is the fact that he became a champion in, world, in another organization and knows what it's like. I mean, if you look at the guy's Instagram, man, his Instagram and Valentina Shevchenko's Instagram are some of the most physical, and Jung Wei Lee as well, but when I look at Michael Chandler and Valentina Shevchenko's Instagram and seeing how hard they're fucking working and all that, it makes me like, makes me feel lazy. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting there at home. I mean, I, I we, all, we all do things good in our own rights, but I'm like, literally, I'm sitting here at home, like, looking at this, and I'm like, holy shit, 
holy shit, they're making me look lazy, especially Michael Chandler. So Michael Chandler has that mindset of a champion. Obviously, if you look at his captions, if you look at his dedication to the sport, if you look at how good and how relevant he stayed, despite his uh, long history, I mean, similarly history to Eddie Alvarez, if you look at how long Eddie Alvarez has been around, and if you look at how long Michael Chandler's been fighting and, and been more successful than he has anything else, I mean, obviously he had that little hiccup with uh, Patricio Pitbull, the older Pitbull, but um, his last fight over in um, Bellator, he knocked out Benson Henderson, came over to the UFC, knocked out Dan Hooker in an impressive fashion that set him up with the fight with Charles Oliveira. Now, however, like I said, styles make fights, so Michael Chandler, a big, stocky, well, uh, very strong, very fast, very quick on the feet, very very good knockout power for sure, and he's very quick, and his scrambles are super amazing. Like I said, if you guys remember that video, that um, that video of uh, him and Usman, it's not hard to find. You can probably find it on Instagram or, you know, like me, as I did, I read someone's comment the other day or something like that. It said he was talking about, like, Google is free, so, you know, you'll be able to look up certain things. But, yeah, so... um. It, it'll be an amazing fight. I'm, I'm very interested in seeing what Michael Chandler can do. Um, like I said, if he voids the ground game and voids the ground completely of Charles Oliveira and makes this a, a striking fight, it, it can favor him greatly. I mean, his combinations, the power he comes with, um, everything he throws, he throws it to end. And, you know, obviously, like I said, if you look at that fight with Hooker, man, he loaded that shit up and then boom. Uh, what was it, like a left hand or right hand over the top, he dropped Hooker, then, you know, he, he has a killer instinct, so he's ready to win at any given time, and he's ready to win in an impressive fashion, and obviously, like I said, I've seen his scrambles, I've seen his wrestling, I mean, Chandler is good everywhere it goes, I mean, look at the suplex city he put on Benson Henderson in the first fight, so correction, I realized that, I just remembered that he, um, he fought Benson Henderson twice. The first time was just like a, it was one of those weird split decisions, and then uh, you move forward, and then he stops Benson Henderson in the second fight. So I mean that's different. He, he no one's ever really done that <coughs> to Benson Henderson other than uh, Rafael dos Anjos. Rafael dos Anjos's knockout over Benson was impressive too. Um, but also, um, so like I said, I mean, Michael Chandler has phenomenal wrestling and I feel like if he's the type of guy that to go to the ground, he knows that any given time, Charles Oliveira can snatch something up. His submissions are deadly, dude. It looks like a fucking hurts. Like every single time Charles Oliveira latches up his submission, I mean, you can go up and pull up the highlight reel for yourself. I'm just like, dude, oh my god, this guy's submissions look like your limbs are gonna be hurting for a very long time. They're so fucking sneaky and nasty. And you wanna know something wild that I was thinking about yesterday? I was like, dude, do you, do you guys see the what, a submission loss, a Charles Oliveira submission loss to Jim Miller? Dude, Jim Miller, uh, you look at how good fucking Charles Oliveira's jiu-jitsu is. Dude, his, his jiu-jitsu, and you look at me fucking to stutter. His jiu-jitsu is, oh my God, off the fucking charts. Amazing. That's one of Charles Oliveira's best weapons, if not the best weapon. And he submitted Jim Miller, but the, the fact that Jim Miller was able to submit him 
which is fucking wild. Young or not in the sport at the time, that's just wild. That shows you how crazy that sport is. That was a big win for Jim Miller and the fact that Charles came back and he's able to do that. But, dude, he's he puts it all together. I mean, going from Charles Oliveira to Michael Chandler, I know we're back, bouncing back and forward. But if you look at the striking, it's evolved for Oliveira. His front kicks are nasty as well. He has good kicks, good punches. His grappling is amazing. His transitions are amazing. He's able to, to uh, you know, be comfortable on the ground. And any given point in time, he's like an anaconda. He looked to latch up stuff. And, oh, dude, there was like a highlight in the countdown video that I just watched the other day. And there uh, there was like that, that moment when he had Tony Ferguson's arm. Oh, dude, he was hyperextending it. And then the, the end of the round happened. I was just like... Oh, dude, I thought he was going to break that, dude. I'm like, lesser people would have tapped to something like that. And it's like, I can't even, like, why is there a fucking massive glare? There is, like, a a massive glare. And you see that in my glasses? Like, you can't even see my my face or no. Oh, there you go. I mean, you can see it, but I guess we'll sit, like, back here. Um, But, dude, it was, it was wild, dude. I mean, seeing his progression and definitely seeing how young he was at one point in time... Literally growing up in the sport, and one of those guys is slowly but surely getting better. And you know, on appreciation level, I I, I tend to sit here today and appreciate everything that he has uh, accomplished, and the fact that you know, like you get these guys who once weren't as good, and you know, everybody would get kind of a win over them, or you know, not saying that's where Charles Oliveira was, but his UFC record wasn't pretty to start. But, you know, he slowly but surely amassed himself in a world title challenger. And here we are this Saturday. He has the opportunity to make that happen and uh, become uh, realize his dream of becoming a world champion. But on the side of Charles Oliveira, you got, uh, excuse not Charles Oliveira, he's got done talking about Charles Oliveira. But on the side of Michael Chandler, Michael Chandler's accomplished everything he's needed in his career. Obviously, the biggest question for him was what would happen when he finally gets to the UFC. Well, you see what happened when he got to the UFC. You see it on display against Dan Hooker. It looked amazing. Stopped him in the first round. And then, obviously, got signed up to fight for the title. The vacant title. Because for the longest time, we didn't know what Khabib was doing. Khabib reiterated it multiple times. He had to see some questions. And um, he had those questions answered. And he officially announced that he is vacating his belt. And you know, the fight will be vacant. So they went with Charles Oliveira versus Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler, obviously, like I said, the long history in the world of MMA already in his own right. So, I mean, if he hadn't joined the UFC, there are some MMA fans that would have, you know, had that what if thought in their head about it. What if he fought in the UFC? We got to see that what if, and now we're seeing him fight Charles Oliveira now and if he wins like I said if he wins the UFC lightweight title on Saturday that, that that's a capstone to a near perfect career a near perfect career not near perfect you know, he's had his ups and his downs and he's lost to um, he's lost to some uh, guys you know like recent his, his most recent loss to date was the Patricio Pitbull one Patricio seems to really um, every time anybody talks about Michael Chandler, he seems to post that highlight or talk about that moment and refer to himself as daddy or some shit like that. Weird shit, weird shit like that. 
like we understand that you got the the job done against Chandler in an amazing fashion and stuff like that that's respectable but you know like I said it gets old after a while and the online trash talk bullshit and all that I mean Chandler's doing what he needs to do he jumped at a big opportunity he's in the UFC and, and Pitbull isn't so like I said it's not I mean Pitbull can continue saying what he needs to say but at the end of the day you're only as good as the opponents that are around you in the in, in the the Bellator cage Pitbull's not even fighting in the UFC first time a free agency um that Pitbull could have had and I remember the last time he signed re-signed his contract too I was thinking he can go over to the UFC but he chose not to he elected not to why because he's stuck being the best that there is over in Bellator he's not the best featherweight in the world the best featherweights in the world the best featherweight in the world technically is Alexander Volkanovsky but you know a lot of people in a lot of people's eyes is Max Holloway the best feather in the world are not over in Bellator. However, he could easily have the same success story that Michael Chandler had. Has he joined the UFC? He could be knocking out these motherfuckers. He definitely has nasty power for sure. I mean, he's a great fighter that belongs over in the UFC. So maybe he's a UFC caliber. In a way, a lot of people see him as a UFC caliber fighter. But, you know, like I said... He elected not to join the UFC, so Michael Chandler, um, realizing his dreams, fighting in the UFC, biggest organization, the most attention, all eyes, sold out crowds, UFC isn't playing around, Houston, Texas, get on your motherfucking feet, because we're having a sold out crowd, and Michael Chandler's fighting in front of a sold out crowd, so that's really, you know, a really amazing uh, accomplishment, so I would say, even though you win, have a win over someone like Michael Chandler, it doesn't mean you uh, go around and, um, you know, post that on social media. I know it was like an anniversary or something like that the other day, but still, it'd be better than that. Um, but yeah, man, Chandler on the feet has absolute knockout power for sure. He's he's very, very good. He's very, very good on the feet. Um, he's quick. He has good footwork. He's in and out. Watch the calf kicks because Charles Oliveira will throw calf kicks. Um, very interesting to see if it even goes to the ground if Charles will attempt any takedowns on on uh, Chandler Chandler's gonna even attempt those on the feet uh, I'd say you know he keeps it on the feet it, it's gonna be a good one um Charles Oliveira has um you know nasty submissions as well but I'd say if he goes to power I'd have power on the side of um Michael Chandler However, Charles Oliveira does have some pop in his punches and stuff like that. And, you know, he is a world champion, uh, chip-level fighter. But, you know, he's he's good in all areas. He's gotten good in all areas. His uh, bread and butter is jiu-jitsu. I mean, his striking is good. His wrestling is really good. But I feel if Chandler has his way and is able to keep this fight on the feet, then that's going to favor Chandler a lot more because of the fact that he's going to be on the feet and he's obviously had more... Um, pad time and more you know obviously like i said as a striker and a wrestler and stuff like that you know he's generally one of the best and he's used his striking in some of the most uh best fights of all times eddie alvarez fights just every single fight that he's had you know he's always had good hands and he's had good hands for a while you know arguably way better hands than charles Oliver. it's a superior striker and, and way better than charles but charles is you know like game as well he's not going anywhere and i did i mention my early bet earlier 
I'm picking Charles Oliveira. Get ready. I'm picking Charles Oliveira to take out Michael Chandler by its submission. However, like I said, this is a crazy ass sport that we we live in and uh, you know that we watch and we witness each and every time that there's a sport, and you know the crazier things have happened. So, like I said, Mike, I I don't know if I said this yesterday or I said it on the last episode, but um. I like feeling, hey, that's why I keep doing that. If you guys are watching me, don't think I'm weird. Um, like I said, um, that the only way that I think Charles Oliveira is going to win is by decision or submission. And if anything, Michael Chandler, if he wins, it'll be by knockout. I don't think Michael Chandler is going to submit Charles Oliveira. It's either that or a decision. Very light, unlikely. I don't think it will go to a decision. I think that, uh, I mean, Charles Oliveira's last fight, he did go to a decision, but um, Michael Chandler had a finish, and, and he's hungry, and he's ready for blood, and he's thirsty, and he's looking to take that out on Charles Oliveira, and obviously, like I said, it'll be very, very interesting fight, very um, calculated, and uh, you know, like I said, high stakes matchup at 155 pounds to declare who the new UFC lightweight champion is. And obviously, from Chandler Oliveira, we've got another high-stakes matchup coming up soon as well. Um, McGregor versus Poirier, number three. So the winner of Chandler Oliveira will be the undisputed UFC lightweight champion, and they will have a date with the winner of Poirier versus McGregor, three. So if Connor is successful against Poirier, boom, that jumps Connor right up in another championship-level title fight. If Poirier continues to pour it on and look good like he looked in the second, fight with Connor, he pours it up, wins the title, he's going to be fighting either Michael Chandler or Charles Oliveira, it could easily be the other way, it could be Connor versus Chandler versus Oliveira, you know, like I said, it just depends on what happens in this fight, very exciting fight, it's fight week, um, if you haven't checked out the countdown shows, I definitely recommend them, they're very, um, very, uh, motivating, every single time I watch one of those fucking countdown videos, dude, I'm just like, Oh my fucking god, dude. These are fucking pumping me up. And uh, they do a very good job with production. The video quality is absolutely outstanding. The UFC always does a super good job with the, with the video quality. So, oh, man, it's going to be a good fight. And I can't wait for that one. Um, some more action at lightweight, 155 pounds as well. Former interim champion Tony Ferguson returns to take on Benil Dariush. Benil Dariush has quietly, slowly but surely creeped up that list. And, you know, it's a top 10 fighter, um, knockout power in his hands. I mean, I really, I mean, his win over James Vick kind of started telling me about how fucking serious um, Benil Dariush was. But then, he, you know, his fight with Dracar close. Um, what other people have these, has he knocked out? Let me pull up his uh, Wikipedia real quick. Let's pull it up. Benil Darius. He's number nine at lightweight. Okay, so... Oh, that still doesn't answer my question. Okay, so he has to win over Carlos Diego Ferreira. Oh, okay, I forgot about that. 
fight of the night. Okay, and then um, he beat Scott Holtzman by knockout, spinning back fist. That was uh, early 2020, or August 2020, and then he knocked out Jakar Close. He's been winning since he, uh, um, since that loss, that famous loss to Alexander Hernandez. That is his UFC debut, and, uh, you know, uh, obviously, unfortunately, that went bad for Benio Dariush, but he has a real chance to uh, really put a staple on his name with the win over Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, however, you know, is not an easy walk in the park. I mean, if he doesn't use his grappling or try to initiate in the ground game, it's going to be a, a fun uh, uh, fight, you know, a fun field fight, a uh, jam-packed field fight, an action-filled fight. And it's um, really exciting to see uh, what version of Tony we get. I mean, did we hear rumors of Coach Joshua Fabia going to be in his corner? I I sincerely hope that's not true. I, I sincerely hope that's not true. And um, I do believe Eddie Bravo as well. But Tony Ferguson doesn't need Joshua Fabia. None of the MMA community needs Joshua Fabia. So I mean it's wild that whole I mean we haven't even talked about we'll we'll talk about it though let's let's talk about that that I mean he is just arrogant uh, he comes off very you know like he said he, he speaks too much about himself like he speaks too much about himself he he's a very disrespectful and very uh you know he's like he reminds me of like a, a horrible ex girlfriend like. He's just bitchy and, and really freaking weird, man. Just like, dude, that guy has some weird-ass vibes. I mean, you know, watching those motherfucking videos of his school of self-awareness shit, I'm like, you're a fucking weird motherfucker, bro. I mean, where do you find some of these dudes? And a dude is uh, not washed up as Diego. and Essentially, he's kind of washed up in a way. Like, his career is more so on the down low towards the trajectory towards the end than it is you know where he's competitive he's not even he's not as competitive as he once was I mean former ultimate fighter winner um I know we went we went we went completely from UFC 262 to talking about Diego Sanchez's weird coach I don't know oh because we're talking about Tony Ferguson and stuff so yeah Tony versus Dariush he's having Diego Sanchez's weird ass coach in his corner I sincerely hope that's not true I I hope that's not true, man, cause that'd be freaking weird. I mean, you guys see those uh the DMs between Dana White and Joshua Fabia. <laughs> that shit was funny. Did he? Did Fabia called him like a bald, like you bald fuck. He's like, he, and then Diego Sanchez got his release from the UFC. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not gonna waste any time putting my thoughts on Diego's career. Or anything like that because he just got this weird ass coach in his corner. So I mean, if Tony Fer, if I see that guy in his corner, dude, oh my God, it's it it this is it's not gonna go good for Tony Ferguson. And then like I said, Tony Ferguson seems like like the kind of guy like who just you know he's smart. He's not gonna have no bullshit around him, no disloyal people, no no people that could ruin his career. He already seems like a weird ass guy and himself. So I mean, Tony Ferguson. I'm surprised 
he didn't have Joshua Fabia earlier. I mean, the way that Tony Ferguson is, I wouldn't be surprised. It'd just be very disappointing to see what happens with Tony Ferguson if he is severely unsuccessful against Ariush. Like I said, it's only you and that opponent in that cage, and your coaches really can't help you. They can give you good advice. They can, you know, keep you calm. They can motivate you. But at the end of the day, it's only Tony Ferguson in there. So it's going to be interesting to see what version we got. You know, like I said, I was curious to see what version that we would have gotten of Tony. But the fact that he has Diego Sanchez's weird coach in his corner, it makes me a little less confident in there. I'm picking Daniel Dariush to pull off a big win. Does he knock Tony out? Tony hasn't been knocked out, so if Dariush gets a knockout over Tony Ferguson, that would be a huge... <coughs> that would be a huge feather in his cap. But we, we've we seen but Dariush very, get into very fan-friendly, sluggish fights. Not sluggish in a bad way, it's just like, you know, like the, the back and forth and shit, like... You know, back and forth, it just keeps coming forward and shit. Keeps coming forward. Uh, and and uh, he just keeps... Uh, I don't know, that's a little funny stand. I mean, you, my whole bed's in the way, so I'm not really able to, like, get up and posture up and shit. Um, so, like, yeah, I mean, he just keeps coming forward. He's one of the, I mean, Tony Ferguson's the kind of guy to keep coming forward as well. So, in a weird way, I mean, I'm thinking about this fight as, like, a, you know, a fun back-and-forth brawl. Like, this is going to be a back-and-forth fight-of-the-night kind of fight. Win or lose either man um it's gonna be a great fight regardless because i feel like both of these guys always bring it every single time that they fight it'll be interesting to see what definitely happens though for sure because um like i said both stories i mean vinil dariush creeps up that ladder slowly but surely will he get a, a ufc lightweight title shot anytime soon i don't think so but for tony ferguson it's important for him to stay relevant it's important for him to obviously keep his name in that discussion other than that, I mean, we've seen him riding on a two-fight win streak, or lose streak, excuse me, the the last fight to Gaethje, and before, after Gaethje, we recently, most recently, was just the Charles Oliveira one. We don't want to see Tony Ferguson go down three losses in a row. It's just simply not a good look, and I mean, if he wins in impressive fashion, and, and wins, and has that weirdo in his corner, Joshua Fabia, then uh, and Joshua Fabia, if you got a problem, you can come see me, man. Sign the contract. Some weird ass dude chasing motherfuckers with knives in the cage. And weird ass subscription. I checked out the website, dude. That 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 shit's all hella weird. Like, what is? What? I mean, I understand he's trying to push his brand and his product and shit like that, but like, he just reminds me of a really bitchy ass. Uh, he, he reminds me. Oh, 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 oh. Here is the perfect. The perfect um, name for Joshua Fabio in, in MMA. He's the MMA's version of a Karen. <laughs> Joshua Fabio's the MMA Karen. He's the MMA Karen. Did you? I mean, did you guys see that fighter meeting video that was leaked on Twitter, on Instagram, on all over social media? Um of him talking and just being hella rude and you know Paul Felder was in there as well Megan Olivi you can all tell that they were getting hella upset and stuff like his vibes are just so negative like you can feel the negative vibes in the air most definitely I can feel negative vibes in the air when it comes to people in general but this dude is just like 
oh my god, dude, it's just like, uh, this guy presents some fucking weird ass fucking vibes, and you know, like I said, all the best to Tony Ferguson, um, this Saturday against Dariush, um, like I said, I really can't picture in my head any ways that Dariush is gonna win other than by knockout because of what how good Dariush has been looking as of late. And Tony Ferguson, obviously like I said, he can he can he can scrap, he can come forward, he's he's here for blood. I mean, unfortunately, like I said, he's on a, a two fight losing streak and after that long, amazing streak, he's gotten a lot older as of late too and it'll this will this fight will really show where he's at, but you know, Dariush is his game as ever too. So if he loses Dariush, it may not necessarily be the end, but it could be very well um, on the short list of the end. You know what I mean? But quickly, ladies and gentlemen, we are brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, five stars in the App Store for a reason. On Google Play, on Apple Podcasts. Oh, excuse me, not Apple Pod, on in the App Store on Apple Podcasts, in Apple Podcasts, you know, if we're available on Apple Podcasts, available on Spotify, available everywhere you get your shows, but five stars, um, five star rating for a reason, obviously, there's nothing negative to say about Anchor, ladies and gentlemen, I use, I've been using Anchor for about um, three and a half, four years now, we're reaching six years on May 16th of this very year too, so why don't you join us on our um, our next big party episode, the next episode of the show will be a party episode too, like I said, Anchor is available in the App Store as well as the Google Play Store for free, 100% free, easy to use, you can use Facebook to sign in, you can create your own account, you can use Google to sign in, it's super easy, all you need is a microphone, a good voice, and a topic to talk about, and boom, there you go. Anybody in the world can do a podcast. You can go on a trip. You can go to the beach. You could go anywhere. And you literally have a podcast right there in front of you. Just pull out your smartphone, sit there, and talk with a good guest, a good person for an hour or more. You get the opportunity to create your own music. You get the opportunity to create your own intros, your own ads, record your own ads, do all of the jazz. Join the team. Join the group. There's millions of people out there, ladies and gentlemen, um, that are out doing podcast and why don't you be part of the movement ladies and gentlemen um anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own podcast today um we just ended the live video i said something about the maximum video um recorded or something no like uh, something like that But um, we are here, and we we still are going, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, like I said, the fights are coming up. I'm excited for that. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in both the main event and uh, um, the main and co-main event. Like I said, I just don't like being nervous about fights. And once I thought about the fact that uh, that uh, he was a uh, What's it called? Fabio is going to be in his corner. Dude, I'm just like, oh, dude. I, <laughs> I'm still tripping off of that. I can't believe I'm still tripping off of that, man. That just, that just shit's just wild, man. That shit is just wild. Give me one second. I'm going to um, we'll take a quick little curve to uh, send the video quality. I'm going to um, try to send the video to YouTube or um, what's it called? Upload it to YouTube real quick and then... Um, we should, we're, gonna go get, uh, we're about to be live again. I want to get back on live. That's the thing. 
Yep, and the entire episode won't be available. Probably about more than half of the episode will be available on um, on YouTube as well. Be sure to check it out. I'm actually going to literally upload it as we speak. So it takes a minute to upload. That's why. Um, let's get on over to YouTube. Upload the video quality. All right, the fuck? I keep saying video quality, but we're going to upload the video. go um what are we gonna title this episode what should be the, the the title of this episode today ah here we are the name <laughs> episode 346 podcast and chill so the highlights the video the, it's 38 minutes long so it's a good portion of the show so you won't be without it um but we are uploading it as we speak so Stay tuned for that one. Um, what else we got here on this episode? Um, let's talk about some weed. How about that? What the fuck is wrong with my pen? The air has air bubbles. You ever have those pens with the air bubbles and shit in there? It's like, um, it means like if you um, tilt it, like I said, I talked about this a lot with the pens. Like if you tilt the pen, it will. Um, the juice will, it can leak out, right? It can leak out and then, uh, yeah, that could spell the ending of your stizzy cartridge or whatever cartridges you had. I try to conserve them and keep them for a while, so that's kind of why I don't, uh, I try not to tilt them or let them tilt, you know what I mean? But, yeah, um... actually my day off so what better way to return than to drop a brand new episode of the podcast i mean i was looking forward to it for a very long time um since the last episode too so um be uh on the lookout for that new episode of the the podcast like i said i will upload it i will uh put it on youtube available for everybody to see um but some highlights and stuff like that on Instagram as well on the account. So, um, do follow, like, share, share, what the fuck? I was going to say support. I was going to say like, share, rate, and review all together like that. Um, be sure to check it out. Um, click the link in my bio, Insta bio on my account, um, to find everything. If you want to subscribe, like, share, if you want to support me completely, all my social media is all within a click of the link in the bio. So be able to check that out. Um, anchor.fm forward slash kwtkpod to uh, listen to our podcast or contribute to the podcast if you want. Um, depending on, obviously, like I said, uh, depending on the week and stuff, we, we just might continue to keep dropping a couple more episodes. Like, we might drop two more episodes this week. We could drop three. We, you never know. We could drop one, two, three, two a week. It, it just depends on what it, uh, what, it just depends on the trajectory and the time. Like I said, today is, uh, my day off, so I'm able to, you know, sit back, relax, and have a good time. We got a message here. What's this shit say? a lady she wants to come uh, buy the car okay uh, 
のが There it goes, it's uploading, it's preparing. I was like, it's not uploading right now. But yeah, so episode 345 and episode 346, potentially, a, basically a big, a big part of it will be available on YouTube as well.、Um, Instagram will upload highlights and stuff like that too, ladies and gentlemen. So,、um, how much time we left here?、Um, let's, let's make them official. Let's head on over to the Verdict MMA app. If you're on Verdict, if you're an MMA fan, if you're, if you're deep into this shit, follow me on Verdict, ladies and gentlemen. Support your boy, G the King, official on Verdict MMA as well. So,、um, Oliveira versus Chandler、um, for May 15th. We've got four out of six picks complete.、Um, starting off at the top, I'm going to pick Charles Oliveira, like I said, by submission. That's a very big ask. Fuck, dude. I, I hate being put on the spot. I'm fucking, man. I'm just gonna go with Charles Oliveira. My submission in round three. Bet the house on Charles Oliveira, ladies and gentlemen. Bet the house. Ah, I meant to put Michael Chandler, not Charles Oliveira. There, there we go. Chandler. So we got Charles Oliveira, Michael Chandler, submission. I'm gonna pick、uh, Tony. I'm gonna pick Benil Dariush. My decision. Caitlin Truchagan versus Viviani Araujo. I picked、uh, Araujo by decision. And、uh, Shane Burgers versus Edson Barbosa. Oof. Edson Barbosa looks like a monster. He looked like a monster at 145,、uh, 155, and you know, 145. He's looked good as well. So, I mean, I'm going to pick Edson Barbosa. I mean, he puts on a clinic each time he fights, and I continue to believe and think that he will continue to keep doing that. Matt Schnell versus Rogerio Bontorin. I'm going to go with Matt Schnell. He's a fan favorite. I like Matt Schnell. He seems like a cool guy. And then, obviously, at the top, Jacare Souza, the return of Jacare Souza. He takes on Andre Munez. I have never heard of Andre Munez.、Um, so, you obviously know who I'm going to go for if I don't, I've never heard of you. I mean, it could be a massive upset. Jacare's kind of been on the decline as of late. But hey, I'm going to go with Jacare Souza to win by.、Uh, Unanimous decision. It's, it's not going to be easy, but he's going to get the job done by unanimous decision. Okay, that completes my UFC 262、um, picks.、Um, we got another fight card coming up the following week.、Uh, Rob Font, Boston's Rob motherfucking Font. I love Rob Font. If you know, if you know me, if you follow me,、uh, you know that I'm a big Rob Font fan.、Uh, he's a fan too. He does follow me on Twitter as well. So we got Rob Font. Taking on Cody No Love Garbrandt. I forgot that fight was happening, man. At the top, we've got Jack Hermanson versus Edmund Shabazian. Felicia Spencer versus Norman Dumont. Justin Taffa versus Jared, Jared Vandura. Zan Shionan versus Carla Esparza. And Rob Font versus Cody Garbrandt. So. Um, Jack Hermanson versus Ed Shabaz, Edmund Shabazian. I'm going to go with Hermanson to win by、uh, submission or decision. I'm going to go decision or submission. Fuck, round two submission. Or he's going to take him down and TKO him. How about TKO round three? 350 experience points. Uh, Felicia Spencer. I'm going to go with the former champion, Felicia Spencer. Decision. 
Norman Dumont's not a somebody to sleep on either. Justin Taffa versus Jared Veteran. I like Taffa. I'm a big Taffa by decision. I don't even care. It's like, oh. And I'm going to pick Yan Shionan to beat the former champion Carla Esparza by decision. Uh, yeah. And then Rob Font versus Cody Garbrandt. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good fight. I'm excited to take him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I don't know who's going to win that one. That's a banger. I mean, Rob Font is like a motherfucking truck, so, man. If Rob Font connects on your chin, it's all over for you. And it's been over for Cody Garbrandt a few good times in his career, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see <laughs> who goes down first, essentially. Um, let me send a couple more messages. Uh, yeah, it's a battle to see who goes down first. I'm going to go with my man Rob Font to win. Upset win over Cody Garbrandt. Rob Font just doesn't back down, you know what I mean? <laughs> Ooh. I just sprayed COVID all over the phone. Oh, this shit's it's just crazy. But um, what else do I got planned for today? Uh, I don't really know. I think I'm going to hang out. I think I'm going to get high. I think I'm going to relax. I'm going to chill. And uh, just relax, man. It's my days off. I work five days, and then I get my days, my two days off. Um, but other than that, uh, like I said, it's not Saturday, so there won't be any fights to watch. Um, I don't know. Like I said, uh, have some of these people come look at the car and see if they want it. Like I said, it'd be nice to pull up a, a near grand or some shit like that and just put it back in my pocket. You know what I mean? Like I was saying yesterday, I was like, dude, I'm not. Um, it's because, like, you know, I said, like, I don't have the time to sit and fix a car like that because I'm so busy all the time. So, and another side of me is not going to put money into something that I'm not going to be able to drive currently because, you know, like I said, at this day and age and landscape and having to be places at certain times and shit like that, you know, you can't. You can't gamble with your time. That's the thing. That's one thing you can never do is gamble with your time. So, I mean, like I said, if I can make a quick buck off of something and people are willing to come take it, by all means, that's obviously, like I said, that's one of the best things you can ever do. So, um, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is it for us on this episode. I appreciate you guys, especially during the people, uh, especially the the audio the visual listener no, not the visual listeners the audio listeners but you know more so the video because we like I said we don't really uh do too many videos so like the last two podcasts we have been doing videos so I really appreciate you guys for checking that out um appreciate you guys for checking out just out the podcast in general like I said you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at kwtk pod um, real g the king on Twitter um. G the King underscore official. Like I said, if you follow the link in my bio, you have access to everything. All the things, all my Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, Anchor, the podcast, everything. 
anything and everything Gabriel Hernandez related, ladies and gentlemen. So I appreciate you guys for joining us here on this wonderful, glorious, motherfucking, fun-filled fire edition of Kicking It. Motherfucking king, baby. Let's take a fucking goodbye hit before we hit the, let the DJ come on, baby. Let's go. Five, four, three, two. Get ready. We're gonna take a big ass hit before we leave. Uh too bad for the um for the audio listeners. We're taking a big massive hit of the stizzy before we get out of here, folks. all right we are out of this bitch we'll be back next week ladies and gentlemen thank you all for tuning in this is gabriel hernandez signing off baby real g the king on twitter g the king underscore official on instagram g meeker underscore mma on snapchat follow the link in my insta bio ladies and gentlemen click the link in my instagram you get access to everything, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, follow us everywhere. Give us a five-star rating anywhere you get your shows. Like I said, that video will be up on YouTube for people to check out. Jesus Christ, four gigabytes. That's how big the video was for this entire podcast. Well, for 99% of it. But um, like I said, that's it for us today. And like I said, we'll be back next week so i appreciate you guys for tuning in for episode 346 of kicking it with the king right 346 let's just make sure before we get out of here yep ladies and gentlemen episode 346 it is wednesday may 12th 2000 21 ladies and gentlemen one last time this is gabriel hernandez signing off dj take it away baby folks we will be back next week we're out of this bitch